Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. That was the 6 p.m. nonstop nude feed. New, not nude feed. No, we do not want the 6 p.m. nonstop nude feed. Uh, the news feed. Yes, I'm a little tired. This is the Mark Aram Show. We've got a lot to talk about tonight, uh, including this uh, this developing story we've been following throughout the uh, afternoon on WSB Radio. I don't know if you guys have been tuned in or if Eric talked about it or not. Uh, the escalation with Iran and uh, what's going on in the Middle East. If In case you're just getting in your car, you don't know what's going on. Uh, there's been some developments today. Let's get the latest from ABC Radio News. President Trump at times seemed willing to write off the attack on a U.S. drone by Iran. I think probably Iran made a mistake. I would imagine it was a general or somebody that made a mistake in shooting that drone down. Mr. Trump not saying he had received intelligence that led him to that conclusion, but that he had a, quote, feeling, saying, quote, I may be wrong and I may be right. I find it hard to believe it was intentional, if you want to know the truth. I think that it could have been somebody who was uh, loose and stupid that did it. It's hard to tell how the Trump administration now plans to respond. Just moments before the president spoke to the press, the Pentagon described the downing of the unmanned drone as a, quote, dangerous escalatory attack. And the president wouldn't rule out military action when speaking with reporters. For their part, Iran is not calling this a mistake. The Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps issuing a statement saying that this incident shows that they are completely ready for war. Lana Zak, ABC News, the White House. So so basically, if, if you didn't uh, you know absorb all that, we, uh, we had a drone up. And that's like the number one thing in our army right now are these drones. And uh, I, Iran shot down a drone. I guess it was in over international waters or in international space air. Um, and President Trump is saying that he thinks it was a mistake. Uh, the Iranian officials say, no, this wasn't a mistake. Uh, it, it's, it's something small like this that can trigger larger escalations. Um, Israel's saying uh, now that uh, unless the U.S. pushes back, Iran's going to keep pushing the envelope. So I, this could this could turn out to be nothing, or this could be turn out to be a day we go back. Oh, you remember when it all started on June twentieth with the drone the drone strike? I don't the, I don't know much about the drones except what I see in TV shows and movies, but they can pretty much do anything now. These, oh yeah, these drones. What was that latest Bourne movie? It wasn't with uh, Matt Damon. It was the other guy. And Jeremy Renner. Yeah, Jeremy Renner. Did you see uh, see that one? Yeah, and they had the the drones in the beginning, and they blew up the cabin in the in the in the mountains. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that that's the, the limit of my expertise when it comes to drones. Right there. What I, <laughs> the what I saw in a Michael Bourne movie, <laughs> and I'm certainly not going to say I'm an expert on uh, foreign policy, but this is st- certainly a story to, to keep an eye on. Speaking of mountains, I want to talk about this, Chuck. You're from Montana, right? That's that's well documented here it's on the Mark well Show. Um, you grew up in Whitefish, Montana, in a small log cabin, went to a one room schoolhouse. One stoplight in your town? One. One stoplight in your town. It doesn't actually. It doesn't do anything. No. It doesn't even have a green. It's just yellow. 
Oh, it's just a yellow flash. It's flashy. yellow going one direction. It's red going the other. Oh, all right. That's it. Very good. So Deb found this story. Have you heard about the uh, the treasure hunt going on in the Rocky Mountains in I Montana? No. So apparently, Deb, 20 years ago, legend has it that someone buried uh, millions of dollars of, of treasure in the in the Rocky Mountains in Montana, like I believe. Like two million, and it's supposed to be in an old school treasure chest and everything. Yeah, like, and so this has been the urban uh, myth that people have been going to the Rocky Mountains. I didn't know the Rockies were actually stretching into Montana, by the way. I didn't. Well, yeah, they go from way up north in Canada. Yeah, but I didn't know. I thought they the... were west of Montana. Nah, well, they're in the western side of okay, Montana. Okay, I didn't know yes. that they were actually. So... Oh, yeah, they run right through it. Uh, so people are going to try to find, you know, everyone's looking for an easy buck these days sure. and people are dying yeah, trying to find this buried treasure. And we know, we know it's true, Deb, right? I mean, there's no concrete evidence that there's a buried treasure. Basically some guy with a lot of money said he did it. And of course people believe him, but he's never confirmed about where or yeah. when or any clues or anything. Wait, like this is a guy recently? Uh, no, this was a while ago. I'll see if I can find it. I think he buried dates. the treasure of 20 years ago. Yeah. Or they've been looking for it for 20 years now. I thought he gave some clues, but they were very vague or something like that. Am I thinking of another he, story? He basically said they're in the Rocky Mountains. That's okay. like the clue he gave. <laughs> okay. You're thinking of the Goonies. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. I, Chester I Copperpot. Yeah, you're, you you're thinking of Chester <laughs> Copperpot. So he's just said, there, they, I buried this treasure in the mountains. Like, I'm all for going to find you know, lost treasures. Sure. But I think you need a little more evidence than some guy just saying, oh, I buried $2 million in gold in the Rocky There's lots of stories from back then about people and and mining and, and, you know, gold being around all over the Rockies. But it's fairly well documented and they have some idea Mm -hmm. and there's, but not just some hoople head that decided to tell everybody (laughs) that, hey, I decided to drop a bunch of, you know. Well, folks don't know this, but Longoria... Buried $23 somewhere in Piedmont Park. <laughs> there you go. I'm not going to tell you where it's at. Yeah, yeah. no, it's in uh, it's in a white owl bag. <laughs> he buried $23. He was he was in a hurry, yeah. and he, now he doesn't know where it is. So there's $23 in a white owl bag buried somewhere in Piedmont Park. So Dig it up. Bills or change? <laughs> yeah, it was a change? Well, it's under, it's pesos, but I mean. Oh, okay. Pesos, oh. <laughs> well, that's a lot then. 23 pesos. Okay, he says it was in 2010, so it really wasn't that long ago. Okay, so nine, that's when he buried it, nine years ago? Yeah, and he says, it says here he's from Santa Fe, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's in New Mexico. So why are people looking in Montana, though? Because he said he buried it in the Rocky Mountains. That's what I'm saying. But there's yeah. a couple, of, I mean, that's a, there's, there's many Colorado, states. yeah. yeah. I would have gone to Colorado first. Does he not remember first. where he buried it? Is that why he needs the help? Yeah. Is that what he's going on? <laughs> Maybe. Because I just like, don't I'll understand. I'll split it with you if you find it. He's having me. memory loss. Uh, I just want to just I just want to so touch weird. upon that story because I had the Montana connection. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I remember when I was a kid, uh, there, there are many, not many gifts that I wanted as a kid that stand out in my head, but I remember for some reason wanting a metal detector. Like if you see if you've seen those guys at the beach oh, yeah. that just walk around on the beach with the metal detector. I guess I saw them when I was at the beach as a kid and I asked my dad, I'm like, what are they doing? He's like, Oh, they're looking for buried treasure or whatever. Little I know they were looking for like quarters and right, right. earrings or whatever. <laughs> so I remember I'm like, I really want a metal detector. And my parents never got one. And it just occurred to me like I could I could afford to buy one right now. You could. But I don't know what I would do with it. You could take it to the back and before the show, I can go to Piedmont Park. <laughs> you can look for my twenty-three bucks. Actually, I, since I live on Peachtree Creek, yeah, and I know there's about a bunch of Civil War battles back there, I could probably take it back there and find Civil War relics. Did you ever? Did you ever have a, a desire for a metal detector, or was I just a oh, weird yeah. kid? Oh, yeah. you wanted one too. Oh, yeah, I wanted one too. Yeah. There's well, something cool. being a kid and thinking, oh, buried treasures out there. 
But as an adult, like, I, I don't know about you, Chuck. Yeah, I, even the promise of $2 million, I'm not going to the Rocky nah, Mountains. It seems to, like a lot of work. To, I, I would need more clues. Yeah. I would le- literally need a map. Unless you told me where it was at, I'm not going to go wander around. Yeah, yeah. Deb, did you ever want a metal detector as a, as a child? I don't think I ever wanted a metal detector, no. no. Not even after watching Gilligan's Island or anything. Intern Jake, do you know what a metal detector is? <laughs> I do know what a metal okay, detector very good. is. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Ruth Mary's in Lawrenceville. Ruth Mary, welcome to the program. Good evening again, Mark. Hello, I'm, Ruth Mary. It's funny that you mentioned this story because I just read the story in Reader's Digest, May, Reader's Digest, and it's it's between Montana Wyoming and Colorado. Okay. He did a poem called um, Forrest Finn's Million Dollar Riddle, and the clues are in this riddle that he uh, gave out. Do you have the poem? It's a long one. Oh, really? Yeah, it's several stances. But he, and he has mentioned that several people have come close to where he has buried it, but that's all he is saying. And some people have been killed or injured, but a lot of people have written to him and said, it is amazing that how much country they have gone and gone out and done exercise and walking and hiking, and they're they're all for it. I, the most amazing part of that story to me, right right there, Ruth Mary, uh-huh. is that Reader's Digest is still a thing. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, I like they mail you get mailed a Reader's Digest. Oh yeah, I love Reader's Digest. It I used to love that too. Stories. Yeah, short stories, quick and easy. That's unbelievable. I had no idea Reader's Digest really? was still a thing. Yeah, my grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. Used to yeah. get it. They uh, the the headquarters of Reader's Digest is in uh, upstate New York in Westchester. Oh. Well, and... they actually out of Randor, Pennsylvania, also. Oh really? I don't... Well, yeah. my buddy's dad was like the vice president of uh, of Reader's Digest. I remember when I was graduating school, college, looking for a job. I was a writer, and I was like, hey, can you can you hook me up? And he offered me like. I mean, he did hook me up. Right. But it was like just a copywriter, like copy reader. You, you know, wanted to start copy off. Copy editor. You wanted to be president. Well, right? I just, no, I wanted to write, not <laughs> oh. read other people's writing. I, it was a copy gotcha. editor position, and I so I passed it. I really had no idea that that, can you find the poem, Deb? Yeah, I'll do some research. All right, we'll get that poem. Maybe we'll find that $2 million before the end of the show. 404-872-0750, wsb talk lot to talk about tonight. The escalation with Iran, NBA draft night tonight, lemonade stands and little Sanjay with Would You Rather, 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Six twenty-five, uh, seven and a half on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. By the way, eighty-six degrees on Peachtree Street. We got escalations with Iran and a treasure hunt going on in the Rocky Mountains. Todd joins us in Alpharetta. Todd, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on? Love your show. Thank you, Todd. What's cooking? Um, I just got off work and I was listening to the conversation about this treasure hunt. And I don't know if you've ever seen the show Longmire. No. Oh, is that with uh, what's his name? Is it? Was, it, was, it was, I can't think of who. There was a bunch of different actors in it, but it concluded, and um, the whole season, the whole episode is on Netflix. Well, there was a part, there's several shows that talked about them, a bunch of people getting together and going throughout Montana and trying to find hidden treasure, and I don't know if that's the same one or not. Is that but is that something you did as a kid, Chuck? Like, was that common knowledge in Montana, <laughs> like— it's uh, after you did your chores and uh, you know milk the cows. Did you say, "All right, let's go find Bezzy, buried treasure"? Uh, yes. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
How yeah, because there's tons of stories floating around about, yeah. especially from the Deadwood days of, uh, and before it got annexed and all that yeah, stuff, yeah. and people coming across. Yeah, and heading to California or to Oregon. Yeah, there's all kinds of stories about. Yeah. The, you know oh, what? Yeah. The, you're going to find the most buried treasure. We, we, I love, for some reason, I love these stories, and I always, I always find them in the ocean. Buried, sunken oh, yeah. ships. They keep finding. Didn't they just find one not too long ago? Like a big ship off they, of the Carolina coast? They're all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the in the Mediterranean, like off the, the Grecian coast. Like, that's where, if you, listen, don't go to the Rockies. Chuck doesn't need competition up there. Go to the Mediterranean Sea and get some of those uh, sunken ships. Kathy's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Mark. What's going on? Hello. Um, I just had a comment about the, um, yeah, the metal detector? Yes, ma'am. Okay, my husband bought one, and he went metal detecting, like, in parks and in recreational areas, and he found a gold chain worth $120, I believe it was. He found a charm, which we got like thirty dollars for ten karat gold. And then he retired um, after the after the two no. big scores. That's a that's a good question though, Kathy. Uh, you ever find something valuable? Find something big? Find some treasure? Let me know. When we come back, I want to talk about lemonade stands because I didn't do it last night. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. This is the Mark Aram Show on WSB. to that famous anti-dentite, Mark Aram. Welcome back to the show, 639, 21 in front of 7. Mark Aram and pals with you till 8. Got a lot going on in the world. We've got tensions escalating with Iran. We've got the Hawks making a big draft night trade. Uh, the Iran situation probably more serious. We'll continue to follow that through the evening, the overnights, and have the very latest tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News starting at 430. In case you're just joining us, uh, basically, we had a drone. Like, drones are a big part of uh, the military now. That's what Chuck tells me anyway. And uh, we had one shot down by Irani forces. And uh, President Trump said, well, it was probably a mistake. And then Iran came out a couple hours later. was like, no, we didn't make a mistake. We did it on purpose. Like, stop messing with us. I'm, I'm not deeply versed enough in the Middle Eastern world to offer an opinion on that. But I know it's a big deal. So keep it locked right here for updates on Iran. The Hawks trade. Intern Jake, what, what went down today, buddy, with the, the Hawks trade? Big Hawks trade, giving up number 8, 17, 35. Those are draft picks. Draft picks, yes. for, all for this year. Um, trading up to number 4 and also taking on the expiring massive horrible contract of Solomon Hill from that 2016 Worst summer. contract, Solomon Hill or Longoria, who gets $1.5 million a year? <laughs> Have to be Longoria. On yeah, Longoria. Yeah. yeah, Solomon Hill is at least tall. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> we'll update the Hawks draft pick. Who do we think we're going to take at the fourth fourth pick? DeAndre Hunter from Virginia. DeAndre Hunter from Virginia. It would be the highest Virginia draft pick since Ralph Sampson, I believe. Yes, sir. Who uh, used to live in Atlanta for a little bit uh, back in the day. Um, all right, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the people dying on Mount Everest, all the, the all the tourists trying to climb Mount Everest. Now we've got people dying looking for buried treasure in Colorado. <laughs> I give the, the buried treasure people more credit than the Mount Everest people because you don't get two million dollars for climbing Mount Everest. You oh, get it. You get You get an attaboy. But if you if you find two million dollars in in the Rocky Mountains, you get two million dollars. Apparently, ten, nine years ago, mm-hmm. someone wrote a poem that said he buried 
treasure somewhere in the Rocky Mountains yep. and left clues in the poem. Apparently, it's just a whole book, and this is a book, poem in the book. Oh. Yeah. But this is still all unconfirmed. Like, there's right. no. <laughs> he just kind of made it up, and people believe him. Unbelievable. We Again, Longoria buried $23 in Piedmont Park. I if did. you want to go dig that up. Do you remember um, Stand By Me mm-hmm. oh, when yeah. the chubby kid buried the pennies under the porch? Yeah. Oh, he's and always he, trying to find yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> Vern. Vern was trying to find his pennies under the porch. That's what I'm envisioning going on in uh, Montana in the Rocky Mountains right now. Bunch of kids like Vern just digging up holes in the ground. Uh, Chris joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Chris. Hey, Mark. What's happening? Nothing. Can you turn your radio down, buddy? Yeah, I probably is. I'm, I'm on Bluetooth. That's oh, okay. What's going on? No, I just want to tell you, man, I got my drone license today, and I owe it to your show because every night for about Two months I studied for this license, so thank you. So we kept we you were listening to us while you were studying. Yeah, that's awesome. How how difficult is it get a drone license? Could... Hey, let me tell you something. Yes, you guys are awesome. Well, thank you, Chris. That, that, I pre- you're, no, you're awesome. Man, I thought there was a tongue yeah. lashing. Yeah, <laughs> you're the only one of us that has a drone license. That's pretty cool. No, wait a minute. Oh, Mark, sir. Mark, are you there? I'm here, buddy. All right, Mark. <laughs> All right, thanks, Chris. Uh, congrats <laughs> on the drones license. Uh, PJ's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, PJ. Hey, how are you guys doing? What's cooking, brother? Hey, man, I got a couple points for you. First, what's the, what's the deal with Longoria's name? Can you give us a background on where that came from? My wife keeps asking me about it, so you I want... got to find out. All right, so his full name is Jos- Joe yeah, Andrew Joe. Longoria. Yeah. Um, he allegedly entered the country legally. Um, he was formerly the stoic uh, Mexican on the other side of the takeout window. Then when President Trump was elected, we we kind of you know protected him and called him an Eskimo. Yeah, and hid me. And we hid, yeah, we hid you from the INS. Yes. So he is the stoic Eskimo now on the other side of the takeout window. But we all call him Longoria. So his last name is Longoria. It's not his first name. No, no. no his 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 name his full name is Joe Andrew Longoria, but no one here calls him Joe. Or Andrew. Okay. Or, well, no, people call you Andrew, yeah, every I think. Every once in a while. HR and Yeah, they're about the sales. only ones. <laughs> yeah. But, but he's, yeah, he's I stoic. Had to, I had to ask about that because, you know, we keep hearing his name on and we know we don't know the backstory on it. It's like, she kept on bugging me about it. Anyways, hey, the, the, the thing about the, the people looking for the $2 million, I saw a movie a couple of years ago that was talking about something very similar where there's a plane crash and it had $5 million in this plane and all these people are trying to kill each other trying to find it. After all these people killed each other, they found out that the $5 million was actually a prototype computer chip. So my question to you is, is there any information on this about whether it's actually real money or is it something that could be something that may not be worth anything What, what did you find out, Dan? In, in his book, it, it won't let you meet, read a full copy of the book. It's just got pieces of it. But he talks about having like old gold bullions and things from Spanish conquistadors and okay. stuff. So whether you know that's true or not, but it's a book that he wrote. And so that's where it comes if from. If you can, jump on IMDb. There was a Ken Wall movie back in the 80s. W-A-H-L. W-H-A-L. Ken Wall. About uh, a buried treasure. I remember that. I remember it was a good movie. Jeff joins us in May Retta. Jeff, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Uh, you haven't got to it yet. We've discussed the uh, story about the lemonade stand. Yeah. You want to chime in early? Well, yeah. I, that's funny. It was maybe being you a couple weeks ago talking about the... Uh, town that outlawed uh, kids going around mowing, mowing yards. Exactly, yes. Yeah, the same issue with the lemonade stands, I guess, that the city finally passed an ordinance. It's okay to have one now. Well, they're try- There's. It's. Uh, I think it's actually a lemonade company that's trying to make it legal across all 50 states, Deb, right? Country Time Lemonade. Country Time Lemonade is trying okay. to get uh, legislation passed that would make 
uh, lemonade stands legal in all 50 states? Because I believe right now there's only 13 states where it's legal to have lemonade stands for Why kids. Why is it Ill- illegal? I, I don't know. Here's the deal with lemonade. I'll, I'll, I'll jump into people. it early because we'll, we'll start ahead, taking yeah. some calls on it. Um, I'm all for lemonade stands. I think it's a great way to teach your kids capitalism and all this stuff. And I will support lemonade stands, but I will not drink from lemonade stands. I've seen these snotty kids, and I, I don't trust anything that they're making. So I, if I, I think that's one of the main reasons why they're outlawing them because they have to get like a, like a food license yeah, like, to be able to yeah. serve food. So uh, so I'm all for uh, the legalization, not of marijuana, but of lemonade stands in 2019. I'm just not going to drink the lemonade from the kids. We'll start talking about that next. 404 872 wsb talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 654, 6 in front of 7 o'clock. Coming up, uh, little Sanjay is going to join us with Would You Rather next hour. I got a message from Clark Howard, though. Uh, Clark Howard's doing a special uh, summer team uh, build for Habitat for Humanity. I lost my cheat sheet, Deb Green. Uh, but if you want to join Clark in a rare summer Habitat build, go to wsbradio.com for all the info. Uh, intern Jake, the movie I was thinking of, what was the name of that movie? Do you remember? Did you did you look it up? No, I have it. Treasure of the Yankee Zephyr. Zephyr, yeah, that's Zephyr. it. Great movie. Ken Wall used to be a, a great actor back in the 80s. I love that movie. That was a, a buried treasure movie. Here we go. All right, Clark Howard leading a rare midsummer habitat build in Atlanta needs you, his WSB listeners, to volunteer to help the build. Great day with Clark. That will make you feel great. Get info and volunteer at wsbradio.com. I can uh, vouch for that. You feel awesome after the habitat build. Uh, Charlie joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Charlie. Hey, how you doing? What's up, brother? Hey, I just, I'm driving here on my way home at 400, and I heard you say that you're being to, uh, you know, legalizing lemonade stands, but not marijuana. I want to know why. Well, I want them both legalized, but let's, let's do baby steps here in Georgia first. Let's legalize the lemonade stands first, and then marijuana. I guess that makes sense. You have the lemonade, and then once you get high, then you can drink the lemonade. <laughs> and it all works out. Well, you get, you know, you get uh, allegedly you get cottonmouth Longoria, right? Is that a thing? Well, we can ask our drugs yeah, are. Yeah, we can get a, our Buford. You get cottonmouth allegedly. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm, le- I'm for legalization of both. Absolutely, Charlie. Thank you. That's that's that was my that was my thing. I just wanted to make sure because I think that'll solve the uh, opioid problem. If everyone's stoned out, they're not going to want to. Uh, take pills that can really screw you up they, they might now i don't want to combine the two i don't want kids selling weed and lemonade just to be clear <laughs> there is there's needs to be a separation of church and state there <laughs> no, that's called. yeah that, i want yeah. the kids to sell the lemonade legally and the the other people to sell the marijuana i do not want kids selling or smoking marijuana right. let me get on the record with that john's in stockbridge john welcome to the mark aram show Hey, thanks, Mark. Hey, listen, I grew up uh, with a lemonade stand. I'm from the booming, bustling metropolis of Columbus, Georgia. And uh, as a kid, I had a lemonade stand. And uh, now, listen, my mom made the lemonade. Of course, my mom put the bill, you know, the ice from the ice trays, and you know, she bought the lemonade, the whole thing. I just kept the profits, which I think was a quarter. <laughs> That's a great, quarter though. My, my I, biggest day. I did a but, lemonade hey, stand once when I was a kid, one time. And I don't think I sold a thing. And I was like, oh. "This isn't this isn't going to work, Mom." Sorry. Well, anyway, I think lemonade stands are great. The pro- yeah, absolutely. The problem was my mom didn't uh, have lemonade; we had Crystal Light. That's why you didn't. That's sell why. Oh, that's but I didn't yeah. like put it on the side and be like, "Hey, fake lemonade, Crystal Light." They could tell. They could probably do. No, what do you mean? They, they no one stopped. 
They just drove by. They just knew that you had crystal lights. Well, I lived, kind of lived in the boonies. There wasn't much traffic anyway, and I didn't sell a thing. I just I Location, drank. location, location. Exactly right, Longoria. So the next summer, I didn't do the lemonade stand. I sold weed in my front. <laughs> From How my did you house. Do with that? Much better profit. <laughs> Much better profit. When we come back, little Sanjay with Would You Rather. This is the Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Welcome back to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.087 minutes or eight minutes after seven o'clock. We're on the air Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on WSB. The whole family's here tonight. Deborah Green produces the program. Intern Jake, interning, wearing a Hawks jersey in honor of the draft tonight. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. And then there's Maud. Low T's greening your calls. I love that, by the way. Uh, we're following a couple of big developing stories. One really important, one not so important. The important one is uh, tensions escalating with Iran. We'll have the updates throughout the overnight and tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News starting at 4.30. Uh, Iran shot down one of our drones. over. It was over international water or international airspace, um, and they took credit. They said, yeah, stop messing with us. So this this could raise tensions in the Middle East. And the not-so-important story, but unless you're a Hawks fan like Jake, the Hawks have made a trade. Jake, they traded what to get what today on NBA Draft Night? Traded picks from this year, number 10, number 17, and number 35 in the second round to get number four, as well as the expiring contract of Solomon Hill. All right, very good. So you think that's a good trade. I think they give up too much, but we'll see how it it pans out. All right, real quick, updating. Give me some uh, clarity on this lemonade story, Deb Green. So right now, believe it or not, there's only 14 states in our great union that allow unpermitted lemonade stands. Mm-hmm. Uh, California, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, North Dakota, Nebraska, Texas, Missouri, Louisiana, Illinois, New York, Vermont, Rhode Island, and Connecticut, my home mm-hmm. state. So I was not breaking the law in 1982 when I was running that lemonade stand. The next summer, I broke the law, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I give credit to Country Time Lemonade for getting behind this. I mean, it's yeah, definitely a PR cool. move, uh, but they're trying to get it uh Legal in all 50 states. Yeah, they're calling it legal aid, like lemon aid. Yeah, Country Time Legal Aid has been known for helping children across the country pay for permit fees and fines on their lemonade stands. Uh, I just think, listen, there's there's a time when government's way too uh, intrusive and get preventing a seven-year-old kid from opening a lemonade stand. Who's calling the cops on that kid? <laughs> I don't, you know, like, don't you just be like, oh, okay, that, and you oh, just kind of keep going on your way. The kid that's running the iced tea stand down. <laughs> now, or the guy selling weed I, I, down I, I, the street. Exactly. <laughs> now, I'm not poking fun at you, Chuck, at all. Yes, you are. Well, like, no, no, this is this is serious. Well, let's sure. go to Montana. Give me the serious Montana music. <laughs> there's no way you could open a lemonade stand in Montana, right? Well, yeah, of course you can. But there's no one around. Like, you have no, no one for no, miles. No, 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 no. They I got mean, horses. They can. You'd you know. have to open up literally in front of the general store. I in mean, in order to get any foot traffic, you need to go to Main Street. Yeah, next if to the flashing up, light. Yeah, you got to go to Main Street where the most of the traffic is. But yeah, you can't just do it out on your corner. Yeah, on the farm, you, you can't. You, two cars drive by. The exactly, day. that's what I'm saying. So yes. you, you'd have to again. It's, it all comes down to location, location. Oh location. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got to go down to the main drag. Yeah. And hope that, Did you ever do that as a kid or no? Oh, all the time. Oh really? Oh yeah, constantly. That's good. And people bought the lemonade. We didn't do lemonade. We did Kool Aid. Oh, 
We now liked, that might be Kool Aid. Yes, we I liked would actually Kool-Aid better. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so did the adults. <laughs> like we I, honestly, we did it so often. We found that they were more apt to drink Kool Aid and buy it than they were lemonade. I I never once had Kool Aid in my house as a kid. What? Oh, I, yeah, I would have to go to my buddy's house. Did you my, get Flavor Aid. Rob Fragioni, oh, his mom would get it. Really? Uh, Mike Mori. Yeah, my mom would not buy that stuff. Why she, does she hate Kool-Aid? I don't know. She wasn't she raised with it. She crystal light. Crystal That's light. Why. Exactly yeah. right. All right. 404-872-0750. wsb Talk. It's time. For Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. He's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday with Would You Rather. How are you, Sanjay? I'm doing well. Still alive in Virginia. What are you doing That's up in good. Virginia? Are you selling uh, lemonade? No, no lemonade stands here. We're having a family reunion and getting a little history under our belt. I thought you were from Alabama. I know, but Williamsburg and Jamestown are up here. Oh, very nice. Is, yeah. is, is your son with you? Yep, yep. Oh, very Guys cool. Here seeing his cousins, you bet. So an educational trip for, for little, uh, little Sanjay. Partially, yes, correct. Excellent, excellent. Um, can I ask you a question? You absolutely may. So when I was a kid, I'd go to the the pediatrician. That's a kid doctor, Jake. That's what's called a pediatrician, and they would they would weigh me and and measure me, you know, my height and weight, and they would say, "Oh, Mark's in the fiftieth percentile in height and the ninety eighth percentile in weight." You know what I'm saying? Like, did Correct. you guys have that done? <laughs> oh yeah, for oh, sure. Yes. All right. Yes. So uh, not to get too personal, but your son, what, where are we in percentage wise, height wise? What are we looking at? Is this kid? Uh, um, we're we're probably in the 60th percentile. Oh, nice. Yeah, and and the weight's probably similar, but we're small people. His parents are small. I mean, I'm a little fat, but besides <laughs> that, we're relatively small people. So that was so embarrassing as okay. a kid. Like, uh, yeah, Mrs. Aram, uh, your husky son is in the 97th percentile for weight. <laughs> like that's that's a tough pill to swallow when you're I, six. I, I remember when I was in second grade. Everybody had like we had a chart about you're the best at this or the most at this. You you had to come in first at something. Yeah. And I was so excited that I was the shortest person in the class. <laughs> That's awesome, man. <laughs> That's what he was yeah. first in. Good for you. And exactly. it and it still holds true to this it. day. All right, here we go. Absolutely. Sanjay's going to ask us questions. We're going to answer them in the studio. Please uh, feel free to play along in your car. What's the first question, Silk? All right. Number one, would you rather be a master chef or a master samurai? Master Samurai, absolutely. To have the samurai skills, yeah. I don't like, uh, I'm too lazy to cook. So give me the Master Samurai skills. I'm never hungry, so I have no reason to cook. So yeah, Samurai. Yeah. When in doubt, uh, Deb's not going for the food answer. No, no, no. We'd be, it's like the millennials. We'd be two kick-ass Samurais, me and you. Awesome. When in doubt, yeah. she's going to choose the Samurai. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, intern Jake, Samurai or Master Chef? I'd probably be a chef because I think being a Samurai would make me you know, too intimidating for my personality. That's that's your biggest concern. I think that is my okay. biggest concern. I, I, I now, can you, tell now, you right now, that's no concern. Yeah, that's no concern. Yeah, For the record, you don't have to walk around uh, in the samurai outfit all the time, right, Sanjay? You just well, you might, but that's not a prerequisite. It's just a reputation, that, though. That is that is only a choice. Okay, you all right. To, you can. Chuck, samurai or master chef? Samurai yeah. all the way. Longoria, master chef. Really? I make more money, you know, being a chef than a. Samurai. What what restaurant you would you steal open money. up? Whataburger. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they got sold. To they company. got sold. Yeah, yeah I know. I can open up That's one. all right. All right, next question, Silky. That was a good one. All right, number two. Would you rather live on just bread and water for the rest of your life, or have a full and fulfilling diet, but there's a used band aid in every meal? Oh you- my God! Is it my I- used band aid? 
Negative. Uh, do I get to pick whose used Band-Aid it is? Negative. Random used Band-Aid in, in every yeah. egg and cheese sandwich I eat at Waffle House. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot of different types of bread out there, so I'm going to go bread and water because I cannot stomach. I would, you know... I can't do a used Band-Aid in my food. Bread and water. I already pretty much only drink water. Yeah. And before I was married, I pretty much only just ate bread. bread. So I could be okay with just bread and water. Bread and water. Uh, intern Jake. Yeah, bread and water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. Used Band-Aid. Chuck? If I knew whose Band-Aid that's it was. The, that's the thing. But yeah. not knowing. Nah. Bread and water. Edgar Trey gets used Band-Aid. What do you do? Sure. I'll take that. Jennifer Griffey's used Band-Aid. Sure. Alex Williams used Band-Aid. Yeah, I'll take his. Really? Basically, if he knows him, apparently, <laughs> it's yeah. fine. Uh, you didn't get to ale wine. No, I would not <laughs> take it. <laughs> That's to where think. you draw the line? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Ah, yeah, go ahead. Longo. I'll do bread and water. I yeah. don't know. I don't think That's a question, else's. Silky. All right, next one. All right, number three. Would you rather be able to read minds or speak to people from your mind to their minds? Read minds. Just read. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to read minds, and here's here's my thinking on that one, Silky. If I could speak to people through their minds, like, people wouldn't know how to handle that. Like, if I could tell Longoria right now, hey, Longoria, i got to go hurry, hurry, poopies, get an interview ready. Like, it would pop in his mind, and he'd, he'd freak out. <laughs> I don't want people freaking out. I want to be able to read minds instead of talk mind mm. to mind. <laughs> I'll do mind to mind because then I wouldn't actually have to talk to that person, right? Just like telepathically. Deb Green, yeah, yeah. I could the just spots do that. in Aram. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Intern Jake. I'd read minds because I think it boosts my confidence to yes. know. To be sure? a samurai. Yeah, yeah, you could read minds. Boosts my samurai confidence. You'd be at a bar in Buckhead and be like, "I think that kid's a samurai." <laughs> <laughs> and then you could say, "I am." Yeah, I, I am, am a samurai, samurai. <laughs> and I can read minds. Chuck. Sanjay, so, I have a question. Is there a, a distance limit to the mind? Oh, that mind? is a good question. Because yeah. um, I, we're going to say that a mile or on the phone's fine too. On the phone. Well, what the hell am I? What, I'm already on the phone with them. What do I need to do? talk to them? I'm going to shut up. Now, now that's a good distance question. So let's say it was un- like anywhere in the world. Yeah, see, like, I could I do that. That's a good point because I could be like. Um, President Trump, give Mark Aram a tax break. You know, like, yeah, just like... plant the seed. <laughs> or Mark Aram should be the new Fed chair. And he'd be like, uh, Mark Aram? Who's this Mark Aram guy? I gotta... So that's a great question. But if it's only a mile, that yeah. sucks. If it's a mile, I'm I'm yeah. going to take the mind reading. But if there was no distance limit, yeah. I would definitely go yeah. with the mind-to-mind thing. Good point, Chuck. All right, Longo. I think I'm going to go mind reading. Yeah? Yeah. I think no, that's... Yeah. I mean... You could telepathically tell your wife things. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know the benefit of that. Well, yeah. All right. No benefit. Next question, Silk. All right. Would you rather all the rain in the world be extremely hot, like 150 degrees, or extremely cold, like 33 degrees, like not frozen, but the almost. rain? Rain. So I'm walking the dogs, and it's raining. It's either 150 degrees or 30 degrees. Yes. Uh, I don't. I don't. I guess the cold rain? I don't know how hot 150 degrees is, to be honest with you. I mean, 30's right at freezing, yeah. so you're used to that. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with what I know, 30-degree rain. Yeah, I'll do the cold stuff. Wait, well, yeah, isn't 150's like above burning, I'm pretty sure. Yes. No. So then, definitely cold. Oh, no, it's burning 220. I don't I don't know. I know it's 100 That's degrees Celsius. Questions. Probably cold, probably yeah. cold regardless. I, I was raised on the metric system, it's so really I don't know hot. about you. <laughs> it's really hot. <laughs> Scientific I don't spend term. Any time in the rain, so yeah. this doesn't. But I would pick the cold because I'd rather a hot day 
in a cold rain. Yeah. Because it doesn't rain in the winter. Yeah. Very I'm often. thinking about my dog's safety, to be honest yeah. with you. They'll be fine. 150 oh, degrees, though. That might... That's why I'm picking the cold. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. That's the reason I'm picking the cold. But just the fact that I'd be more refreshed if it rained now and it was the 30-degree 30 30 rain, rain exactly. when it's 80 degrees yeah. outside. Longo? I'll take the cold rain. Cold rain. Yeah. You got another one, sir? Right. Yeah, I do. Would right. you rather... Would you rather eat the same meal for dinner for the rest of your life or listen to the same song for the rest of your life? But I can have different lunches and breakfasts. You absolutely can. But I get chicken parm sub every night for dinner. Every night. Yeah, I'm doing that. Mm. Is it like my favorite song? You couldn't listen to just one song the rest of your life. I mean, You'd be I, out of a job. There's certain songs that I listen to every day. You'd be out of a job. I mean, I could, yeah, it doesn't matter what I eat. It all tastes the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's an easy one. Jake. Same thing for dinner. Same but that was thing. tough. That is I, think I could listen one. to the same song. I don't Chuckles. listen to enough music, so I've, I'll go with music because it doesn't. Then I can eat whatever I want. That's a good point. Yeah. Same food for dinner. All right, I'm gonna rethink that one. I might get back to you, Sanjay. Sanjay is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, don't he can't do your taxes now. He's in Virginia, but uh, like him on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting. Great job as always, Sanjay. My man. All right, take care, buddy. We're gonna come back. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. We got time for a little breaking food news here, Longoria. If you don't mind. Where is what do you What do you guys think about Panera? We'll start with intern Jake. You, you like Panera? You a fan of Panera? I love love Panera. Panera. Deb, I don't even know if I'm going to ask you food. I haven't been to one in a long time, but I have gone before. It's it's good. All right, Chuck Panera. You been there? You like uh, it? Yeah, it's all right. Longoria. Yeah, I like Panera. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, I never really went to Panera very often until they started. Uh, I found out they they served breakfast, and literally like, three times a week, I would send Alex Williams to get his Panera breakfast, and I was racking up these Panera points, and it was great. Like that, just great egg and cheese sandwich, and and then little, and then Doug Turnbull pulls little guy off Morning Drive, and I can't send him to Panera anymore. So I haven't had it in a while. <laughs> but I really dug. I've never really had their lunches, but their breakfasts are solid. I mean, really solid. So anyway, Panera has uh, debuted a, a new dinner menu, which I think is interesting. Again, I've never had their dinners, uh, but the menu includes teriyaki chicken and broccoli bowl. Eh, I'll pass on that. Pesto chicken bowl. Pass on that. I'm not a pesto guy. Steak and blue cheese artisan flatbread. That's interesting. Chipotle chicken and bacon artisan flatbread. Margarita artisan flatbread. A lot of flatbreads. Parmesan broccoli side, tomato, basil, and cucumber salad, sweet potato mash, toasted pastrami sandwich, ooh, and the toasted Tuscan grilled sandwich. So interesting. Um, these are new 10-item menu available after 4.30 p.m. Are you going to send intern Jake out to I get think one? We should, what do you, what's your go-to Panera order, Jake? So I get the you, you pick two or like you get two or whatever. So yeah. you just get like a Caesar salad and then the uh, buffalo buffalo chicken wrap. It's good stuff. Great combination Is right the there. used... Uh, what should we call it? Extra? Band-Aid. They use Band-Aid. Band-Aid. Is that extra? I hope so. Yeah. I hope not. I don't think they have used it. Well, so there you go. A little Panera news. I do love their breakfast, though. All right. We're going to come back. Uh, we've got Jimmy from Jimmy's Tequila and Carne is going to join us. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, this is The Mark Aram Show. This is Arthur Blank, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Do you know about the USA? Do you know about the government? Can you tell me about the 
We the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, to provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. Welcome back to the show. 736-24 in front of 8 o'clock at 7 and a half on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter today. Uh, the whole family's here. Deb Longo Loti and intern Jake. Uh, I, I want to replay this ABC Radio News uh, update, Longoria, because I, I think this is going to be a developing story and a big story in the next coming days, weeks, and months. Uh, in case you're just joining us, uh, Iran shot down a U.S. drone over international waters and uh, it's really raised the tensions in the Middle East. If you missed the story, here it is from ABC Radio News. President Trump at times seemed willing to write off the attack on a U.S. drone by Iran. I think probably Iran made a mistake. I would imagine it was a general or somebody that made a mistake in shooting that drone down. Mr. Trump not saying he had received intelligence that led him to that conclusion, but that he had a, quote, feeling, saying, quote, I may be wrong and I may be right. I find it hard to believe it was intentional, if you want to know the truth. I think that it could have been somebody who was uh, loose and stupid that did it. It's hard to tell how the Trump administration now plans to respond. Just moments before the president spoke to the press, the Pentagon described the downing of the unmanned drone as a, quote, dangerous escalatory attack. And the president wouldn't rule out military action when speaking with reporters. For their part, Iran is not calling this a mistake. The Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps issuing a statement saying that this incident shows that they are completely ready for war. Lana Zak, ABC News, the White House. So if anything develops tonight, we'll, of course, cover it for you in the very latest tomorrow morning. Atlanta's more news starting at 4.30 a.m. We are uh, about to start the NBA draft local-wise. Let's get an update from uh, intern Jake, who uh, wants to be a sports guy uh, later on in life. The Hawks have made a pre-draft trade. What's the trade there, Jake? Trade is first-round picks number 10, 17, and second-round pick 35 to New Orleans. The Hawks are getting pick number four, which they will presumably use on DeAndre Hunter out of Virginia in addition to taking on the last year of Solomon Hill's contract. All right, so there you go. Good things happening down at what used to be Phillips Arena, now State Farm Arena. State Farm Good Arena. things happening at uh, SunTrust Park as well. Braves are breaking uh, attendance records there at the uh, baseball field at Atlantic Station North. Uh, which is basically it's a baseball stadium next to a mall, which is good stuff. Um, you guys know about airdropping things? Are you familiar with yeah, airdrop? Yeah, do it all the time. Jake? Recently, recently. Chuck, do you know about airdropping? I have no idea. What so let's say, oh, is it just for iPhone? Yeah. Oh, okay, so for iPhone users, there's this f- feature called airdrop. It's awesome. So okay. let's say, like at Longoria's b- daughter's birthday, I took a, a bunch of pictures and videos, and instead of like texting them or emailing to right. Longoria. If he's got an iPhone, I go to the airdrop feature and it automatically sends to his phone and he just has to hit accept and they automatically get downloaded into his uh, okay. album. Mm-hmm. It's awesome, especially if you got big files and you know you don't want to use your, your text data or whatever. Right. It's just really simple. Um, it, it's a cool feature on iPhones. You don't have an iPhone either. I do not. So, I, so what's, what's funny about it, though, so when you, when you, you select the, the pictures or videos that you want to send and then you hit the airdrop feature... It will turn. It'll show up everyone's iPhone in the area. 
Yeah, this happened to us the other day. We we're in the newsroom, like we were sharing photos, and yeah. a bunch of people's phones came up. Yeah, so you, it'll say, you know, Deb Green's iPhone or Randy's iPhone or Griffey's iPhone or whatever. Right. Um, but it's also, if you're in a place, like I was at a, the rooftop bar uh, at Pond City Market, and we were taking pictures a couple months ago, and we were taking pictures, and Maya was going to airdrop them to me, and she says, uh, is your name Mark Grossman? I'm like, <laughs> no, because this guy named Mark Grossman's blah, 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 his thing popped up. Anyway, 15 minutes later, I'm, I run into a coworker of mine, Dutch, who works over at 92.9 The Game now. And he's hanging out he's with his wife. And then his buddy comes over and uh, he's like, hey, uh, Mark Aaron, this is my buddy. I'm going to go, Mark Grossman. And he goes, holy cow, how did you know my name? Like, I just totally guessed. But that was the dude. So we started airdropping him stuff as a joke. It's a funny thing. If you're doing appropriate things. like if you, if Yeah, you, that's immediately where I went with this. This lady on a plane on this flight, Deb Green. Yep. Um, I'm not going to say, oh, Southwest passenger, mm-hmm. uh, was, was getting ready to take off. And this dude started airdropping your X-rated photos. Of himself or just of other people? Uh, this, it didn't say if it was yeah. himself. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. We're assuming they were selfies. Right. right. So this poor woman, it's like, because it pops up on your phone like, uh, accept, Sam, accept, Sam's accept. iPhone is sending you pictures. Do you accept? And that's never happened to me where a stranger sent it to me, but I, I would have been like, oh, well, let's see what, you know. Sure. Anyway, let's see what we got looking here. But there's no, there's no way to tell. No, it just says somebody's sending you something. Yeah. Oh, so, so you don't know who's sending no. it to you. So, uh, so I mean, that's, it, a, that's a glitch in the program. It will tell you, like, it, it'll say, like, Frank's if you're sending, iPhone. yeah, it'll say Mark but or Deborah. But you can't something. see the picture until no, you accept it. No, you can't it, see right. the photo. Correct. So this, this lady's just getting bombarded. Like, this is a horrible story. Like, after the first couple, she, you know, started declining. You had the option to decline sure, the pictures. Sure. But they didn't know who was sending it. So they get on uh, the, the PA, and the, and the flight attendant's like, whoever's sending porn to uh, Samantha oh. and 16C, please oh. stop it right now. But that that's, I mean. You can change your settings to accept only contacts. Exactly. Yeah. That's the way I have it set on now. That should be the default setting. Um. But that's that's that should be illegal, right? I would imagine, like, well, yeah, because depending on what the you don't know what kind of adult content it is, or yeah. if it's legal or not, you don't want to see some of that stuff. It's crazy. Absolutely. Do you, do you utilize utilize the AirDrop feature a lot? Yeah, back and forth on my computer because I'll take videos and I want to edit them. You so can I do that a, to your computer. I, I didn't even know that. Yeah, so Randy and I share photos and we have guests in. It's a lot easier to do it that way. So yeah, I use it all the time. All right, breaking news from the NBA draft, Longoria. Let's go to uh, Mark Aram Show draft correspondent, Where intern is Jake. First pick is in. No surprise, Jake. Who's uh, who's selected? First pick, Zion Williamson out of Duke to New Orleans. We, that was a no no brainer. As big of a no brainer since AD in twenty twelve. Yeah, uh, AD Anthony Davis. Oh, Anthony who just Davis. got traded, just to, the traded Lakers. to the Lakers. All right, mm-hmm. so good things for uh, the Pelicans. They get the number one draft pick. They traded Anthony Davis. Got a boatload of stuff from the Lakers. Uh, so now we're waiting for the second pick of the draft is the Grizzlies. And who are they expected to take? Expected to take John Morant out of Murray State. All right. Point guard. Good job. Put you on the spot there. It wasn't giving you. You ready, you ready to hear from Jimmy and Jimmy's Tequila sure, and Carnage Longoria? Let's hear from Jimmy. Hey, All right. Jimmy. Joining us in studio, the man that's put more food in my belly than my girlfriend. And that's a that's a tall task. Jimmy from Jimmy's Tequila and Carnes. What's up, brother? Man, let me tell you. Thanks once again, Mark. I love being on your show. Your audience is great. These people are incredible. We're just out here to talk about some food and some live music, my man. Absolutely. Just uh, for, for those that uh, are not yet eating dinner, you're on your way home. 
might I suggest you jump off uh, Peachtree Industrial and go to Jimmy's because he just brought in a platter of ribs the size ribs, of Longoria. Brother, ribs. <laughs> they're, they're so tender, man. They're... Let me tell you, man, it was funny. I was sitting down, I was talking to some customers the other day, and they're like, listen, man, I hear you on the radio, but you'd never talk about these incredible ribs. I'm like, you know what? Next time I go on the show, I'm going to talk about those ribs, buddy. Do you know what's funny? So last uh, last time I was there, I, my, my standard order, you know, the kitchen knows, I get the crab legs. <laughs> like, Maya and I just love the crab legs. And you the, and Belinda the, both, I tell you. Yeah, and the couple, but the couple next to us got the ribs, and I was like, I pulled the waitress aside. I'm like, listen, I don't need to. I just, I just have four pounds of crab legs in front of me. I don't need a whole order, but can I get a little half order yeah. of those? Trade, trade a leg for yeah. a rib. So she, no, <laughs> not, no, I had the waitress bring me a little, like a half rack of rib. They're so good. Now I do the surf and turf thing. Now I do the crab legs and the ribs because they're both. We fantastic. can mix and match, brother. We can do it all. We we'll give the customers with that's tender. Right. We'll make it happen. Fall off the bone. It's um, not just that. It's the sauce. The sauce yeah, down there is incredible. It's as fantastic. Well. We even have now a barbecue sandwich. Ooh. Yes, that's due to the menu. We have a new menu rolling out probably next week. Okay. Next week, the new menu will be there, so come check it out. I'm telling you, it's going to be good. Excellent. We've got a, uh, an anniversary coming up, too, with uh, Jimmy's Tequila Yes, we do. We have an incredible anniversary, and i got Johnny, my guy that books all my bands. He's here to talk about all that band stuff. He's the, he's the man that makes he the music. He is the band. He's the band that brings the music, makes the music, makes it happen. Man, it's, it's exciting to be the family here at Jimmy's Tequila. So we've been together over a year now, so creating the magic every Friday night. Johnny's Definitely the man. sounds are great. Uh, from 80s and beyond, so we definitely bring a great variety of entertainment. So it's definitely been very. Tell them who positive. we got tomorrow night. Who we got tomorrow, tomorrow night? We're doing. Uh, we have Mad Margaret, very high energy 80s rock band. So we're excited to have rock. them. Rock. We're definitely. gonna do some rock. <laughs> and also music on the patios. Definitely oh, Friday. Yeah. yeah. yeah Don't miss that, man. Come out for some tequila and some drinks, some margaritas, yeah. and listen to some great Surf and music. Surf turf, on the patio. margaritas, and live music. Well, the patio. Series Can't beat is beautiful it. Beautiful out there. Can I ask yeah. you a personal question, Johnny? Yes, sir. Does Does he pay you or just feed you? Like, you know, he, he does both. <laughs> he does. You know, he's oh, been awesome. He's expensive. He's, man. Great. he's exactly. not cheap. <laughs> that's a hell of a That's a hell of a gig. So um, the live music on Friday. Obviously, uh, the summer's here. Everyone wants to chill, relax, have some fun, eat some good food. Uh, the concert lineup, the food menu, uh, all available online. Where, where can we find it's this? All available. Jimmy'sTequila.com. It's all available online. Go check it out. Get your tickets online. Ninety percent of the shows are free to enter. We do charge for tables. That's it. Free show, dinner and a show, come out for dinner, come out, get some ribs, enjoy yourself, enjoy the patio, get some drinks, get some tequila. I'm telling you, we got it all. One-stop shop. Use promo code Aram and you get one free rib. One free rib <laughs> with a trade of a leg. Congratulations, guys. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate you bringing the food. Absolutely, Great. my man. I hope you Great. enjoy Thanks it. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Johnny. Let's go to the barbecue expert of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, that is Andrew Longoria. You're, you're a big Q guy. A big barbecue guy. Rank the ribs for me. In your opinion, what what's the best like, rib? Like like oh, the best rib. I mean, you mean Jimmy's ribs? Or? No, no, in general, like mm. baby back or beef ribs. Like what what's what's? I, the... I made some beef ribs recently for the very first time. Yeah. And I really love those. They're huge, right? Yes. They're like dinosaur bones. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess beef ribs are pretty good. I mean, I like those. Chuck's a, a big meat eater. What what's your favorite kind of rib there, Chuck? Uh, baby back ribs. Baby back for sure, huh? Yeah, definitely. I, I love a good baby back rib. I love a good beef rib. But do you know what my favorite ribs of all time are? Um, Chinese spare ribs. Have you guys Ooh. ever had those? I mean, I've had spare they're ribs. They're like the red, yeah. the, like they're, they're red sauce on oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's my favorite rib. Like the Johnny's ribs were fantastic. But I'm going barbecue Chinese spare ribs, number one. Baby back, number two. St. Louis ribs, number three. 
Those are like the spare ribs, but St. Louis style. Right, right. And yeah. then the beef rib number four. Are we missing a rib, Deb Green? You're into nothing food <laughs> You're into related. nothing food ribs. <laughs> the only thing that comes to mind for me when you say ribs is looking at skinny rock stars on stage. That's my wow. favorite shot. Who's, all right, that's wow. our favorite rib. Let's oh, switch yes. it up. Who is the uh, who is your who is the hottest skinny rock star of all time? Rock and roll love of my life was Scott Weiland, rest his soul. From the Bangles? Yes. No. What? What? Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, again, I don't know anything about music. All right, so there you go. Um, we got to we got to go. We got one more segment to go. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. What do you know? The Mark Aram Show. Final segment of the show. I'm going to go on record, Chuck. And uh, aside from Sanjay, this might have been my worst show of the year. Sanjay was good. <laughs> this this show was just meh. Why? What's your I don't know. I just I couldn't All get any traction. I, yeah, nah, I don't know. Fine. I, there's so much I, I couldn't focus. This is this is my bad. Throw forget this one, folks. Forget this show. This show never happened. It was a great show. You think? Yeah. I don't know. Sanjay was good. We had way less. You guys were good. Colors <laughs> are the worst. Yeah, I, I don't know. Longoria, you feel me? This was yeah. I mean, it was. I guess we just had a whole bunch to talk about. Blase, blase. Wasn't that good? No, that we had stuff to talk about, but I was too scattered. I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like there's. Too I, much. I didn't focus. We had, we had Iran. We had lemonade stands. Mm-hmm. Ribs. That's the best. We had uh, buried treasure in Montana. Yeah. We did have See, ribs. We did stuff we covered. Basketball. Basketball. Oh, yeah. Your Knicks just picked up. Who's that guy? R.J. Barrett. Who's that guy? <laughs> Point, uh, shooting guard from the uh, Duke Blue Devils, oh, okay. um, which means the Knicks got him. He'll have a horrible career, blow yeah. his knee or something like that. <laughs> God. It's just, <laughs> it's just, just started. Yeah. That's just how it goes. They're, so, they're, uh, they're just the worst franchise in pro sports until Dolan sells them. Can we have Erickson by the Knicks? I'll 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 we give talk to him on that. Yeah, put him under the Revenant.com yeah. umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be back on tomorrow. It's gonna be a better show. We've got comedian Aida Rodriguez. What else we got tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow on the show, Deb Green. What else do we have tomorrow? I believe you're talking to Brittany about what's happening this weekend. Yes. What else? Yes. Um, intern Jake is gonna uh, do not a- be here. You're off tomorrow. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Chuck, are you going to be here? Tomorrow? I'll be here for you, buddy. Longor, are you going to be here? Tomorrow? I'm not. That's right. Byers is running your show. Byers Remorse. What are you Byers. doing? <laughs> Byers going to a concert. What concert? Eddie's Attic. I've never heard That's of that. Band. No, at Eddie's Attic. I know, I know. What's the, who's the? Um, I forgot her name. La Bamba. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Kim Ritchie. Excellent. You yeah. deserve another day off, Longoria. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Know, right? one. Thank you. The Is story... he on probation for a little bit longer? Yes, oh, I think nice. so. Right. All right. Speaking of which, let's do Star of the Show. Thank you, oh, Chuck. Yeah. You're welcome, Whatever. <laughs> and now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the uh, Show? All right. We're, we're taking Longoria out because I forgot he's still on probation. I was just flat out awful. Uh, Deb and Chuck were fine. Uh, intern was okay. We'll give it to Sanjay. I think Sanjay did the the best today. Yeah. Sorry, Longoria. You got another six six days of probation. On <laughs> another six show. weeks. Another six weeks. Catfish Crystal Wheeler back there. And Tim Stevens. Hi, guys. <laughs> uh, we'll continue the conversation. Again, I apologize for tonight's show. It'll be better tomorrow, I promise, uh, even without Longoria. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSP. Who are the, who are the Hawks drafting there, buddy? DeAndre Hunter, number four. DeAndre Hunter, number four. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Don't you weep, pretty baby. 
Don't you weep, pretty baby. You and me and the devil makes three. Don't need no other loving, baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.